Hey guys, it's me, um, Self Love here. Uh, today I would like to talk about, um, so basically when you help out people and they take you for granted or they overstep their boundary and expect you to help them out more than you really should, I'm going to talk about that today. So basically, in my experience, when I was younger, I used to go and visit people all the time and drive to them and, you know, make my relationship that way. But I felt like I was always the one who was doing the work by going and visiting people and making time for them but no one would ever come visit me or come see me or come hang out with me and back in the day I used to think it was because I didn't have a place of my own I didn't I wasn't renting a place I was still living with my parents when I was 19 20 21 I think around that age And I figured that's why people didn't want to come and visit me. These so-called friends of mine and so-called family of mine. And it wasn't until I got married that I realized that some of these people in my life weren't really good friends or good people to have in my life. Because I realized I only have so much time in a day. And I only have so much time and love and um, energy to give to people because I, you know, I'm, I have a husband, I have a kid, I have things going on in my own world that just changes when you get married and have kids versus when you're single, you have this ability to just Get in your car if you're not going to work. I think most people work Monday through Friday and then they have their weekends off. Well, on the weekends, I would go visit people all the time. And um, I didn't really have any friends where I'm currently living. I still don't. I mean, I have coworkers that I talk to and I'm hoping that once I... Uh, quit my job that I'm currently at that I might still you know uh, meet my coworker outside of work here and hang out and I can have a friendship that way that would be super cool so I'm pretty excited about that but back to what I was saying so there comes time where you have to sit down and evaluate your relationships with all these people that you have and be like, well, are, are they benefiting me? Are they, you know, here for a reason? Are they people that I click with, that I communicate well with, that I can talk about stuff with? And They're willing to help me out when I need help, and I'm willing to help them out because 
like everything else in life, it takes two to make a relationship work. It takes two to do basically anything. And you just don't want to end up um, in a position where you put yourself, you're lighting your candle and it's just flickering because it's about to go out because you just don't have any, any more to give to it. Because you're stressed out over here, you have your own stuff going on that you're dealing with, and then you're trying to be super helpful to this friend of yours, but they aren't understanding that you still have a life outside of them. They don't understand that, yes, you may be helping them out in certain areas of their life right now because everything's falling apart on them, but you can't be their everything. And it gets tricky when you're friends with people and you're helping them out and you realize that, hey, um, this person is relying on me way too much and I just can't be that for them anymore. I can't give them all my time. I can't give them all everything of me because... Once you start a family, it has to be about your family. And I think it's really important to sit yourself down at a, you know, pretty young age, probably 18, 19, 20 years old and be like, you know, what is it I really want out of this life? Do I really want a spouse? Do I really want kids? And really just think about what you want out of this life and, and then set yourself up for that. Be like, you know, I'm going to find a spouse. And if you don't want kids, not everyone wants kids. I completely understand that. Kids aren't for everyone. And I think if you're mature enough and you know yourself enough to be like, I would not be a good parent. I give you kudos because not everyone out there is like, well, you know, I'm not really going to be a good parent, so I'm just not going to have kids. Or you, maybe it's not even about being a good parent. Maybe it's about, I just don't want kids. That's not something I want in my future. But I think it's really important to really think about these things and ponder over these things before you just find someone and end up getting pregnant or whatever or knocking someone up and then realizing that I actually don't really want to make a life with this person. So I just think it's good to have that conversation with yourself and decide what you want out of life and then try to find someone who thinks kind of the same way you do who has the same kind of belief systems that you have and the same morals that you have and sees life the same way you do. Obviously, you're going to have differences because there's no one in the world that is exactly like their spouse. And how boring would that be on top of that? You know what I mean? So I just 
think that it's really important to sit down and have that conversation with yourself and then be like, well, you know, this is the life I chose. I wanted a husband or a wife. I wanted kids. And I have to remember to keep them first. And I get that when you have a spouse and you have kids, you want to still be able to have a life and get out and do stuff with your friends or, you know, if you have uh, a couple that you know that can be couples with your spouse and you, that's, um, that would be huge because if you and your spouse get along with another couple, then you can go on double dates, you guys can interact with each other, you can go, your kids can hang out with each other, be friends, it just makes things a lot smoother. But I know that sometimes that doesn't work either. It's hard to have, because you know, let's say I might have a friend, a girlfriend who, whose husband doesn't like my husband or something. I mean, I'm not saying that's the case, but sometimes that kind of stuff happens. You know, you try to um, hang out all together in a group and one of you decides that, yeah, I don't really care for this person or this just isn't going to work out. And so it's one of those things, it's like, well, you have to know and be okay with your partner sometimes going out and then doing stuff on their own and being like, oh, well, they're just going to go visit a friend real quick because, you know, I don't like their spouse or whatever the case and be okay with that. But it's a lot easier when you can all just get along, then you can all hang out and you can all get out together and do fun stuff together. Anyway, back to people overstepping their boundaries. Um, so a friend of mine currently is going through this. She's dealing with a friend who is kind of becoming a bit too dependent on her. She wants her to help her with her business and run the you know, help her run the place. And she's like, no, you know, I'm, that's not really for me. It's not something I like to do. I don't like to do customer service and I don't like to get dressed up every day and look presentable every day. I just want to work somewhere where I go to work and I come home and then I can be with my family life and do that. Well, this gal, I guess that she's friends with, um, didn't want to have the family life so she doesn't understand the fact that my friend wants to come home and hang out with her family and not you know go out and party late in in the evenings and you know stay out late and do that kind of stuff so I think in that sense too like if you're gonna be friends with someone it might be easier to be friends with someone who kind of has the same priorities as you do as far as like if you want a family life, that person would understand being your friend because they had the family life. They're like, well, I chose this. You chose this. We both understand each other and know each other well enough to be like, hey, you know, we can be friends. We can hang out. We can talk during the week. But when it comes down to it, my family is going to trump you every time. Because it has to. Your family has to be more valuable than these 
other people in your life because you're they're the ones you live with every day. They're the ones that come home to you every day. They're the ones you spend all your time with every day. And when someone is causing you to be so stressed out and so anxious and making you not happy and causing you to lose your peace and just making life harder on you, you need to have that conversation with them. Pull them aside and be like, hey, you know, we're friends and I don't want this to ruin our friendship, but I have to set a boundary here for you. I have to draw a line in the sand because you are crossing some of these boundaries I have set up for myself and I just cannot keep doing this because you are causing me to not be happy and you're causing um, issues in my marriage, you're causing issues in my family life and with my kids. I don't get to see my kids as much because I'm gone helping you all the time. And so you have to have those difficult conversations with these people. And I'd like to think that if they really, truly value your friendship with them, they would understand and they would be at least willing to listen to what you have to say. If they don't care about what you have to say, then you might need to cut them off. You might have to be like, hey, you know... You're really fun to hang out with, and I really enjoy you as a person, but, you know, spending all this time with you, it's causing issues in my marriage and in my family life and my home life, and it's just exhausting me because I'm always gone, and I feel like I'm just being burnt out because I don't have enough energy for my family life anymore. And they have to come first because they're my kids. They're my spouse. They're the people I do this life with. And, you know, you might lose some relationships and friendships that way. But honestly, if they have an issue with that and they can't understand where you're coming from as their friend, then perhaps they weren't truly a friend to begin with. And especially if you've been friends with someone for so long, like all my friends that I currently have, I have been friends with them for years, for years. I am 25 years old and I have been friends with basically every single friend of mine since I was in eighth grade, pretty much all of them. And I can tell you what, I chose my friends very, very carefully. I watched them. I, you know, watched how they interacted with people. I saw their personality. I was like, who are you really? Is this someone I would want to be my friend? Because when I chose my friends, I chose people that weren't going to have a complete cow if I didn't talk to them for a couple weeks or a month or however long because there are people out there that are doing you know the family life and have the spouse and all this stuff and they get busy 
just like you. They have full-time jobs, working, whatever the case. And before you know it, time goes by, you know, two, three months, and you're like, hey, you know, I should hit up so-and-so and see what they're doing and how they're doing. And you hit them up and they're like, oh, hi, you know, I was just thinking about you or, you know, I was just thinking how long ago it's been since I've talked to you and I'd really like to hang out with you. See, those kind of people aren't going to cause you drama. They aren't going to stress you out. They aren't going to be like, well, gosh, you haven't talked to me in the last two days, so I'm totally cutting you off or writing you off. People like that just aren't realistic. They don't understand the actual what it is to be a parent or what it is to be a spouse and they just aren't in that situation in their life yet and if they they get offended by that and if they can't understand that you have a life outside of them then yeah you should just move on because all they're going to do is cause you more frustrations and irritations down the road and Life is too short to spend it being mad all the time and being frustrated with people and just, you don't need those kind of people in your life. You really don't. And honestly, the less drama you cut out of your life, or the more drama you cut out of your life, the more happy you will be. So I hope that helps. Um... But I do recommend, you know, uh, picking a day. And if you need to get to a certain point and be like, I'm going to write a letter to this person and explain how I feel, um, exactly the words I want to say so that I don't, you know, get off topic or end up getting emotional or I offend that person and they react to me and get upset with me and then I say something back to counter it. And then we end up fighting. And we don't get our points across. So a letter is really nice in the fact that you can write everything down. You can reread it. Make sure it's exactly how you want it. And then you just read it to that person. And before you talk to them, you tell them, hey, I have some things that are going on with me that are coming from you that I need to resolve with you. Because if I keep going like this, it's going to keep, it's going to affect my emotional health, my mental health, my physical health, and even my spiritual health. And I just need to, you know, clear the air here. I don't want this to be something that we end up fighting about. I just want you to honestly, genuinely have an open mind to what I'm going to say. And let me say it. And then you can think about it and then respond to me as you feel necessary. But I want this to be a conversation, not an argument. So if you present it to them like that and tell them to have an open mind, in my experience, they take it a lot better because they put pull down that guard of like, oh, you're going to say something that personally attacks me and, you know, all that stuff. And they know that you're just trying to get your feelings out and let them know what's going on with you. And that way they don't take anything that you say personally.
And yeah, I just would say start with that and then write your letter, read your letter to them that you wrote. And, you know, if you want to make a list of X, Y, Z, these things have to change. You can't cross this line. I'm putting a boundary line right there. You can't talk to my children this way. You can't treat my spouse this way. Whatever the case. But yeah, just make it very clear to them. This is my line. Don't cross it. If you do, we're going to have more issues down the road. And we may end up not being able to be friends anymore. So it's very important to have these boundaries and these lines and to just be upfront with people when you are interacting with relationships and friendships and family relationships. Those can get complicated too. And it's a lot easier said than done, I know. And it's a lot easier to kick some a friend out of your life than a family member because you go to these family gatherings and you see them there. But, I mean, if you really can't get along with that person, maybe it's best that you don't go to those events so that you know that person's going to be there. Or just avoid them entirely when you're there. And just talk to the other people that you can talk to around. But, you know, I always try to say that clearing up the air and talking to that person one-on-one -on -one and trying to have that conversation with someone is the best option. But I get that some people are not willing to have those conversations because they are not comfortable with it and because they have a lot of ego. They don't think they're wrong. They don't think there's anything for them to have to be apologizing for. They don't think they've caused you any pain. It doesn't matter if you think someone's caused you pain or not. If they say that you've caused them pain, just say you're sorry. It's not hard. You know, just be like, hey, you know, I'm sorry I caused you that pain. I was completely unaware of that. And I'm going to try to do better so I don't do that to you again. And when someone says that to you, and they're really trying to make things better for you and they're not trying to hurt you anymore, that's someone you want to keep around because they are trying to be a better person. Now, the people that just, you tell them, hey, you know, that really bothers me when you do that. And they're like, so? That's someone you don't need in your life. They are not going to do anything but irritate you. They aren't going to do anything but cause you pain, and they don't care if they cause you pain, and you don't need that kind of drama in your life. So yeah, I guess that's my advice on, uh, you know, putting boundaries with people and relationships and stuff like that. And it's completely okay if you need time, a couple days, to just regroup yourself after helping someone and you're like, I just need some time to relax, get myself back to where I mentally need to be, where I physically need to be, and just get yourself back to where you need to be. Because ultimately, if you aren't the best you or your best self, you can't go and help people and be the best for everyone else. You just can't. So you have to put yourself first. And... That's hard to 
I get that that's hard to wrap around your mind when you have kids. But I really think that it still applies to that even because if you don't get enough sleep, you can be overdramatic and you can end up yelling at your child where you normally wouldn't if you didn't get enough, you know, when you do get enough sleep. And I get that it's not possible 100% of the time to get enough sleep because with kids, that's just not a thing. But when you're running yourself ragged to the point where you're literally exhausted beyond belief, don't be afraid to take that time and set it aside and be like, you know what, I need to take some time to rest mentally, physically, you know, everything like that. And it's not being selfish, putting yourself first when you have responsibilities in your life that you have to take care of, like being a good spouse and being a good parent, because those are huge roles that are so important and people overlook that a lot. You are quite literally teaching your kid how to be a good person and how to function in society. And that's not something you should take lightly by any means. So yeah, all right, that's all I got for this video, guys, and I hope you enjoy it. I hope it's beneficial for you, and I hope that you can apply it to your relationships in the future. Um, I hope you guys have a good night. Talk to you guys next week.